0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future
1: of Radio. The future of radio. The
0: future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. So did you drop the baby at all?
1: I did not drop the baby. I've I have never dropped that. the baby. It's been I haven't dropped that that baby's been alive for uh, a year in 2 oh, days. Wow. And uh, and all the time that I've hung out with her, I've never dropped her.
0: Well, congratulations! Thank you. for that. Yeah, i mean It's a little thing that deserves a little bit of it. It does. I'm, a boost. I'm giving myself a, a little gold pat star on my back for that right one right over here. Yep. But that doesn't explain why it hates you. That's what I don't Stop understand. Stop calling
1: it an it. She's a I she. I mean, she. she. Yes, that's right. She doesn't hate me. She gets confused. How old does it have to be before me? you
0: have to? We well, have to say she or he. When or
1: when they're born. Oh, okay. Unless if, unless there's some to, other thing. Unless there are other things, yes. Okay. Unless they, like, don't, unless particular parents don't want to, like, gender identify their baby, then, then I'm confused. Yeah, they. I'm confused. I'm
0: just going to call it a knit. Hello, everyone. This <laughs> is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, an available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Got a lot of stuff to get to today. I do want to say this. Thank you. To everyone out there who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com, clicks on the Amazon link at the top of the page and then proceeds to purchase to your heart's content whatever it is you may want, whether it's something you want other people to know you're buying or something you want to keep a secret to yourself. However you do it, just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that Amazon link. Oh, boy. Well, I'm trying to tell people, you know, when they—it's the best way to do it. Secret, like binge shopping problems or something like that. Well,
1: that's the—that's the only way that you can be sure that nobody can see what you're purchasing. If you're a binge shopper, we don't care. No, we're not judging. I don't see it. So you know what? You can actually feel better about your binge shopping because you're like, hey, you know what? A little slice of this is going to help Greg and Sarah, um, you know, keep doing Fun Employment Radio.
0: Justify your shopping Mm -hmm. problems. Like if you have some kind of an issue where it's just shop, 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 shopaholic or whatever it is. Yeah, go to our site, and then really what you're doing is you're helping us out. Because Amazon sends us a Especially little. Especially like
1: you're shopping for cut. yourself and and giving to charity at the
0: same yeah. time. Yeah. Well, I'm charity maybe. I don't know. Whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. However, you, however it makes it work. But yeah, definitely go to our website, FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link that way. Okay. All right, we've got more things to get to, and I'm going to give an update on uh, what's going on with the sickness. I've had a lot of people asking about that. But before we do that, this last weekend, Sarah was doing something. Uh, Quite dangerous and dangerous. Possible. Well, dangerous because you were involved. I mean, I'm just saying. Clearly not. You. As let's you said. just say
1: we're both a little clutzy. But if there was like a klutz off between the two of us, you'd win. Um. You are the clumsiest person I have ever met. I'm. Cl- you trip clumsy. over nothing.
0: Yes. All is, the time. All right. I can't dispute that. No, necessarily. you can't dispute that. But you're. That's not saying a lot for yourself, there. I mean, you're a really close second. Mm, not Let's necessary. be honest here. When it's important, grace is not necessary. Gracefulness. I am so graceful. It's not necessarily. So you graceful. are a lot of things. Graceful is definitely not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that and, and this is coming from me, who was one of the least graceful people ever. I recognize my own. You are you are clumsy. I'm
1: not as bad as you, but I'm kind of clumsy. Maybe. Yeah. I run into things a lot.
0: That's like say. Oh, I'm not quite as bad as that. I'm I'm the worst. Well, I'm close to the worst. I know some people that are worse than me even. But yeah, you're 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 right up there. Mm. Anyway. You were going to a child's birthday party.
1: I sure was. My niece's birthday party, yep.
0: Who is what one one year old? Is that what you said? Or one year in two days or something? Uh she's
1: gonna her birthday's the fifteenth, so she's gonna be one on Oh
0: one in two days. One in
1: two days, yes. All
0: right. And so we were talking about this on Friday, like what the hell goes on at a at a one year old's birthday. To me, I'm like the kid doesn't know any different. Mm-hmm. So like what's the big deal about it? I don't understand.
1: Yeah, my sister threw but, a raging party.
0: But see, this is what I want to know. Yeah. What actually <laughs> happens? I don't think I've ever been to a one year old's birthday party. So what went on?
1: Um so I showed up, so basically it took me I, I got stuck in traffic again. I five was just getting more
0: and more congested, blah blah blah.
1: Anyway, I, I left it enough in time, but it started at three. I didn't end up getting there till like three
0: forty five. Okay. So it, it well, was you're forty five minutes swing. late for the child's birthday that's not gonna remember?
1: It was it was uh, Already in full swing. I, I walk in, and, and, you know, it's overwhelming. Like, it's decorated and stuff, and I see my sister and my parents are there and my aunt and uncle and, uh, and like, all these people, most of which I don't know. And so, you know, I'm walking in after a long drive, kind of discombobulated a little because I'm just like, oh, God, it's so overwhelming uh-huh. to walk into a place. But then... um, it's just packed full of people and they a lot of them brought their kids so they're like kids crawling around oh no which was not terrible i didn't step on any of them see
0: I, that's what i'm always afraid of when people have little kids running around mm-hmm. like i'm gonna step on it
1: no i didn't yeah i didn't I'm step on trip any over of them. it and i didn't trip over any of them um and they were mostly quarantined into one like toy corner so that was good okay and then uh Did
0: you rope them off or they weren't roped off. tie them off or something like that <laughs> no. you know those little like, like you see those parents where they have like the little like Rubber bandy kind of things that they like tie the together. Leashes? Yeah, the leashes. No, there were no. Yeah, babies can you just like leash. leash them up? And no, then... because
1: my sister has really
0: classy friends. Like what they're does that all mean? like. I mean, they're they all don't like leash
1: their babies. They don't leash their babies. And, free range babies. Um, they're free range, organically fed babies. Oh. And uh, no, but they're all like. Heather has lots of like businessy friends, okay, you know, like they' are all like, like wearing really expensive clothes and have like to a child's birthday party, yeah, but I mean, that's how they dress in life, so why would they not wear it to a child's birthday party? So I walk in, okay. you know, as this like schlumpy older sister from Portland, <laughs> and I come in and I'm like, hi, I in car for four hours <laughs> <laughs> so, and they're all like wearing I need a drink. <laughs> they're all wearing like heels and things, and I'm like just but just looking schlubby like so I'm this is a, this a movie.
0: Base. It is. It is. You're pretty much Kristen Wig in this one. I, get, I would guess like kind of in bridesmaids only like you know a little bit. Sure, but like 100 pounds heavier. And <laughs> you know? just doesn't doesn't quite fit in with the No, it didn't people. quite
1: fit in because I walked in and everyone, you know, kind of knows that I'm I'm significant to be there because my sister and I have the same face, which is what came into play, <laughs> play next. Because so everyone's, you know, like fawning over. So I see Eloise, my sister and Michael O'Neill, you know, standing over there and like talking to one of their friends and I see the baby. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen her, you know, in a month. So I wanted to baby go say hi to her. The baby, that's my, that's my sister's uh-huh. daughter. And so I was like, all right, well, you know, and if you're going to a party and like you're related, like if you're related to the kid, I don't, uh, I don't know if you know what this feels like, but you, you're like a little bit, little, you're a step above Okay. You feel a little more special because it's like, hey, well, that's my, like. you might think that's an adorable kid, but that's, that kid's related to me. So. Is this a
0: competition or something? It's not a
1: competition, but I just, I felt There's like a little. a hierarchy? Little, there is a hierarchy. Okay. And I thought that maybe I was just going to skate right in and just claim my throne and be A-okay. So, you know, I'm you know walking through all of these people, like, you know, all the well-dressed, like very nice people. Everyone was really nice, um, but just very fancy, very you should see the toys that they got her. My God, they bought her designer clothes. What? The baby. I mean, Ella was the cutest baby. There... Yeah, yeah. But, but don't they, all... they grow out of that? Well, my sister's the basically the first out of her friend group to have a kid, so they're all giving her everything because every, you know, all of her friends are excited that there's a baby oh. to buy things for. Okay. So Heather is getting fucking gold. Like she has like these like expensive toys, these like hand knit sweaters, and what? one of her friends even bought um, her a little pair of Doc Martens. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I want a pair of Doc Martens. I know. I know. She had little Doc Martens. Um, oh, my God. Okay. So I walk in, and I see and I see Eloise and you know, my sister, and so I give my sister and Michael a hug, and then I'm just like, oh, hi, little lady. And I go to pick her up, and she looks at me, frowns, and then immediately starts screaming, <laughs> screaming her head off. And she is just- <laughs> Wait, the
0: baby started screaming?
1: She is in terror, <laughs> and she's screaming, and I'm just like, oh- It's okay, and I held her, and my sister, you know, my sister and Michael were like, take her, you know, you're fine, because, you know, sometimes people... Wait, so you walk into this, it's crowded, (laughs) it's full of the
0: fancy friends, and keep in mind, everybody who's uh, listening to you, if you're listening via podcast, I don't have children, I'm very unaware of what you do with these Mm. things, or what you buy children, so... So you walk in, there's all the fancy people, and they're you also and again let me just
1: reiterate, they're all really nice. Like it's just yeah. this is a me thing, oh, not a saying, them thing. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: totally. And so you you walk through, <laughs> and you think, okay, I've got aunt privileges. This child's going to love me. I'm going to show off that you know the kid loves me. You pick it up, and the kid starts screaming, yeah, and she starts screaming. And this screaming is in a room full of people.
1: Yes, and so everyone's like looking, and like some people are going like, <laughs> oh, and like feeling bad for her because the big scary lady <laughs> who just came in who shares Heather's <laughs> face is, you know, holding the screaming baby who was just perfectly content until <laughs> I picked her up. So that was uh, humiliating. I was totally embarrassed by Did you a baby. you try to, like,
0: power through it?
1: Yeah. No, I tried to because I'm just I'm not going to give up that easily. Okay, but
0: here's the thing, though. I think you're treating this, and I, I know you're a very good aunt, but I see you do this because I've got a roommate. When Sarah comes over to my house, my roommate's dog, Ms. Finnegan, I've seen Sarah do this with many animals where if they squirm or try to struggle, she will just hug them harder. And tighter Until, until they, they realize give
1: up? that they don't want to be anywhere else but in my arms.
0: Yeah. Until they, until they just give up hope. Uh, I, does that happen? No, with they the baby? don't give. No, no, no.
1: Well, they don't give up hope. Their hope changes. No. They didn't realize <laughs> that they were hoping for me to hug them forever. No, you break them. And then them. it kind of, and then their hope shifts. Because like, oh, this is awful. And then what I do is I make it a positive experience for them by mm. taking their their fear and uncomfortableness and
0: making them love it. No. Here's what. This is how she trained my roommate's dog, Finnegan. Um, it Finnegan's a great dog, but Sarah would grab him and make him go everywhere and he would just have this terrified look in his eyes and anytime he squirmed or tried look to get is away gone now, isn't it? she would just hold him and hold him and like hold him tighter so he couldn't move. And so he just had no choice but to but to sit there. Until eventually you broke the hope. The look is gone. No, you just broke him down to a bare minimum to where then he's like You're
1: giving him a lot more credit than he deserves. He's not the brightest little guy.
0: That's what I mean. I just shifted
1: I shifted his thinking.
0: No, you broke him. No,
1: I didn't break him. I rearranged
0: him. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. To where like where something that he thought was not a fun thing and now he looks forward to. Like even when I walk into the house now, he's trained, like he'll see me, I'll be like, Hi, Finn. And he'll come and
0: just Sit directly on my lap. And it drives Greg crazy, by the way. Because you broke him. Uh, it says in the, in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. You're a live subscriber. You get to listen in live and join in the chat. 6 a month. The first week is free. And it helps us out tremendously. Uh, Jasmine says, uh, there's a fine line between nurturer and captor. Yeah. Oh, I'm
1: so kind to Finnegan. Like, we're talking about a dog. I'm not. No, Eloise I'm saying, is completely different. So
0: Eloise, though, is screaming the second you pick her up. No, what did you sc- do?
1: Nothing. I just held her. Like, she gets she gets really scared of me, particularly because I look like mommy. But not. And so she gets terrified. So you're
0: like a bizarro world. I'm a
1: bizarro world mom. And that's exactly it. So she. What she does is she'll look at me. Have you ever seen those videos online where um, like twins, like twin, like there's a, like two men who are twins and like he brings in his twin brother with their baby uh-huh. and the baby totally gets confused, like looking back and forth at them because there's two of him.
0: Oh yeah. It's
1: kind of like that. And she gets really, you know, she's less than one. Yeah. So she gets super confused when she sees me. <laughs> so she'll like. So you
0: like some demon version she'll of her smi- mom. Yeah. It's- she'll
1: smile at me. First time she sees me, she'll like, hey, and then she'll be like, ah, <laughs> and then <start> screaming. <laughs> And so I'll hold her and be like, hi, and then my sister's next to me, and it's not helping because <laughs> then there are two creepy faces are next to each other, and the right then she's so confused. So it has to, wow. and especially with all the stimulation, there were like, I don't know, like 30-something people there. That's a lot of people. It was a lot of people, and yeah, and it was she, was she was overstimulated. So I was like, I'm not going to get my feelings hurt by the baby. I know she loves me. <laughs> I know she loves me. We'll have plenty of bonding time later, but it was so embarrassing. It was, because everyone... Because everyone felt sorry for me, oh, you can tell. and I got a whole lot of like a. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. It's probably just scares her because you know you look so much like her mom. I'm like,
0: oh. oh, so then people were giving you attention. for Yeah, but then other people attention?
1: were like were uh, like picking her up without a care in the world, and they, and she was just like goo goo and and giggling with them, and I'm just like the sad aunt in the corner, oh. like I can't
0: do anything right. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, but you didn't yeah. drop her. That's the bottom line.
1: I didn't drop her, and then I actually ended up. So I just got home this morning. Uh, today's Monday, February thirteenth. Uh, I ended up staying an extra day yesterday uh, okay. in Seattle, and I got to spend the day with my family. It was so fun. Cool. Brought uh, brought her to. She loved me after the party was over. Yeah. Like, she's like, okay, I get it. There's there's two of you. You're not the same. You're not trying to do anything. We hung out all day yesterday. Went to Pike Place. Did the whole like tourist Seattle thing.
0: Oh, cool. It was very fun. Two ladies and a baby. And Michael. And Michael. Yeah. Okay. And Michael threw it in there too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, my, so Michael had like the baby backpack. It, it was this crazy like REI backpack where she's basically on a baby lawn chair. If I was an adult, I would love that shit. You would love Like it's a backpack that has basically a lawn chair. In the back of it, and she just sits there on top of his, like, on his back, like, higher than everybody else, just surveying the kingdom as we're walking around. Dude. She was in heaven.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: she, yeah, she had the best seats in town.
0: Okay, all right. But But overall, it was a success. It was fun.
1: There was, there was lots of, there was lots of whiskey, (laughs) lots of beer drinking, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really fun party. Like, once I got my bearings, it was a little overwhelming to walk in, but everyone was really nice. And I stopped feeling like such a weirdo as soon as I came in. But, yeah, the always thing was super—because I can feel myself blushing. And I'm like, it's a baby. She doesn't know what she's doing. She just knows that I look scary to her Uh because she sees her mom's face every day. And then all of a sudden, here I come. Yeah. Looking the same as her and, yeah. Bizarro.
0: Just uh, bizarro, bizarro mom. Me. Bizarro yep. mom. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good, though. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it was successful all around. It was very fun. It was a really, really good time. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. I spent the weekend, and, and this is just an update on what we were talking about last week, because if you listened to the show last week, you know I've caught whatever the plague is that's going around Portland right now. And I know a lot of people, and I've actually talked to a lot more people who have caught this. It's this. It's just, I think it's... Just a really, really, really bad cold. Um, but I spent the whole weekend pretty much laid up. Like, I would try to move around and do something, and it was like, it would hit me, and there's just nothing you could do. Like, I'm almost to a fever, then not a fever, and just it just feel like crap. And it's gone into my lungs, so I apologize. I, Wait, so it's still going, like, back I'm... and forth? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still going. It's it's weird what's happening, and it's affecting my head. It's affecting my brain, because it's like, I'll be, I'll, I'll start to feel, like, kind of okay and I'll, I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm starting to feel all right. I'm gonna move around, start doing some stuff, start cleaning or whatever at home. Like, I'm not gonna leave the house. I didn't really leave the house at all this weekend. And then, um, and then it'll just hit me, and I'll be like, "Oh crap! I think I'm dying right now." You know, it feels it feels like you're going from okay, I'm feeling really good to boom, okay, that's it, I'm dying. Oh, I hate this that. Is bad.
1: That's because you're overexerting yourself and you're not healthy enough to be doing this. Well, yet. I
0: know, but I have a hard time not doing stuff. It's really, really difficult for me. So I, I, but I tried really hard this weekend. But I think that that up and down thing, it's starting to mess with my head. Like I noticed it today. Like I'm, I'm not sick enough to where I can't go to work. I'm better than I was. Um, and I don't think I'm contagious or anything like that anymore. It's been too long. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> Yay me. <laughs> Why, do you do you think you have it? <laughs> I don't feel amazing. Oh. Well, that doesn't mean that I gave that to you.
1: I was around nobody except for family members who were not sick. You were the only person. You said you were at a party of you, 30 people. You, <laughs> Jeremy McJermerson you were just... I'm not Jeremy McDermason. Yes. You're... You're the only person that I've sat in a room with for an extended period of time who has had any sort of illness, and mine is starting to kind of mirror it a little. I have a little bit of a cough.
0: Maybe I got it from you, my and yours is just delayed. Are, you are the worst. You're the worst. Well, I don't think it was me. Yeah, but, I, I you know mean. it was you. All right, Well, anyway. to right. uh, Yeah, so, but the thing is, though, it's... Well, here, I'll tell you what you have in store then. So, it'll you'll be up and down, up and down, up and down, and... It's starting to mess with my head in that I'm like getting paranoid and kind of weird. Like even in the elevator this morning when I went downtown to go to to go to my my morning job, and I'm riding in the elevator. Which elevators are weird anyway? Do you, you and your strange? elevator phobia? I, it's not a phobia. It's just an odd experience. Like because I, when I ride the elevator at uh, this place, I'm going I'm going up quite a few floors, and so are other people. And it's all strangers, you know, that I'm in there with. And you get in the, get in an elevator, you got like five people. I try to time it out to where I take an elevator by myself. Like if I see one filling up, I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not gonna ride in with those people. Because I, you have to go through it in your head, like, what happens if this elevator gets stuck? It's a possibility. Like, those are the people that you're going to be living with for, like, the four hours or whatever it takes to get you out of there.
1: That's why that movie so Devil really sure. really freaked you out. I remember you talking oh, about that. Oh, that
0: movie played to all of my All of fears. your fears. If you've ever seen the movie Devil, uh, watch it. It's, it's a good
1: movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's, or basically,
1: these people are stuck in an elevator together, and one of them is the devil.
0: Cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, then, they give it away in the title. So yeah, I mean, that's
1: just, and yeah, you know what it is. but they're all just stuck in this elevator together and they can't get out. And one of them is evil and you don't know who it is. And it's just all shot in an elevator. It's yeah, really it's messed up. It's a good movie. So it's, that, it's
0: pretty messed that up. That plays to all of my paranoia anyway about elevators. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm trapped in a small space. I don't like small spaces anyway. And I'm trapped in this space with these people and I don't know these people and I'm sure they're all fine. But what if they're not? And then I got my back to somebody. What's that person doing behind me? And Clearly, get stuck getting in ready to stab you. Could be. Mm-hmm. So I, I always think about it. And I'm like, if I can't, you know, if it's somebody I know, great. If I already know the person, fine. But if it's all strangers, I'll try to wait. I'll wait it out. I'll try to get my own elevator. And I tried to do that this morning. And I got in. I'm like, okay, sweet. And then right at the last second, boom, four more people walked right into wow. it. And then I, uh, in my in my up and downness that I think has been messing with my head, I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, what's going to happen now? Who are these people? You know what? You always have to, you know, and you got to look around at them and you're like, okay.
1: And you always have to make sure that you're not in an elevator with a pregnant woman because, you know, because then you know that the elevator is completely going to be stuck and then you're probably going to have to deliver the baby. I don't want to do that. That's what I've always said. That's what, have you ever noticed that in most, most movies or TV shows, if someone's stuck in an elevator, they're always with a pregnant person? No. And then they start going into early labor and then they have to talk to the firefighter through the speaker and they have to tell them how to deliver the I baby I do not want to do
0: that. I so do not want to deliver. So I'm just saying that's, that's my one
1: tip to you if you are getting into an elevator and you see a pregnant person <laughs> right. going in. So you're
0: like, "Oh, hold the fuck up. I'm getting
1: out of here." <laughs> I need to get in. Wait. How many are months? You are pregnant? you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's gonna go over well for me. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Now I gotta get out of here, not with you on it.
1: I bet if you do, I'm not like, delivering that baby. Some thing, sort you of lady, percentages of like that'll mo-
0: make me seem normal. Of like
1: movies and different <laughs> and TV shows that no. people are stuck in an elevator.
0: I bet you, like, no, it's when they're stuck in traffic. There's a good majority. They're stuck in traffic. That's when they have the baby. No, they're it's stuck not in, in the elevator. elevator.
1: It's always the elevator. No, no, it's. Courtney, uh, our friend in the chat, said that's the number one, one reason why I took the stairs when I was pregnant.
0: Because she didn't want to have a baby in an elevator? In an
1: elevator. Yeah, because it's trip. Like if you're stuck in the elevator and you're pregnant, then I'm sure it's very traumatic. And then it can induce labor. And then all of a sudden you're having a baby on the floor of an elevator I with strangers. Not, I
0: do not want to deliver an elevator baby. That I'm saying, you do, if you don't
1: want to deliver an <laughs> elevator baby, don't go in with All it. right.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, that's 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 okay. Fine, fair enough. From now just on, just give
1: you another phobia.
0: i just stand out there. No, I'm good. I just, <laughs> some poor woman that thinks I'm just avoiding her. Um, but yeah, so so it's that's like messing. <laughs> you with You just it.
1: overexplain to you be like, "I'm sorry, I don't know how to deliver a baby." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ma'am, I will not be delivering your baby today. Just, <laughs> just hop off. Mm. Yeah, that'll go over well for me. Nothing weird about that.
1: I'm not talking about the actual percentages of babies born in <laughs> elevators. I'm talking about m- in movies and television shows.
0: Yeah. Whenever you're stuck in an elevator, there's usually a I didn't person. think it was that. I thought it was just always some cra- somebody who goes crazy. Like that's what's going to happen. That's my paranoia. I'm like, "Okay, which one of these which one of these guys is going to be the crazy one?" And if you can't that's not going to be able them, to that handle it. It's you. It's not me. It's clearly not me. Mm-hmm. I'm already assessing everybody in that elevator like, "Okay, uh, if, if if stuff went down, like, if I stuff feel
1: went down, like, if what does you that got that stuck mean? in the
0: elevator for four hours, someone's going to go nuts. And it's like, okay, so I just have to be prepared for this. Make sure I'm, I'm, my back is to the wall, because so that way I know I'm safe there, preferably into a corner. Because actually, in an elevator, the corner is the best spot. You can fight them off from each side. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, so which one of these guys is going to go nuts uh, first? Like, and you got to pick out who it is. Wait, so
1: what? You, you kill them first?
0: No, no, just keep your eye on them. You just got to keep what your you eye on d- everybody.
1: Keep your eye on them from
0: three feet across the elevator. Well, yeah, I'm scurrying myself back into the corner. What it's are you going to do? Can... Are you
1: like make? Sh- are you whittling a weapon? To, no, like, I'm not whittling yourself? a weapon.
0: I've got my backpack. I can defend some things with that. I got enough junk in there. I could fashion a weapon if I needed to. No, it's going to be more like like a fight's not going to work out because nobody's going to win in that. You have to like mentally prepare for how you deal with it and how you deal with them going crazy, and then eventually work yourself into a. Uh, you know, a management position in the in the whole role, work yourself into the leader, and then you get them doing stuff for you. Oh my god! Of you. course,
1: it goes back to to making yourself the leader of the elevator. It's the only way to
0: protect yourself because that way, you know, you know how you're you can become the
1: the leader of the elevator very quickly is delivering an elevator baby, because everyone would be like, "Oh, No, I'm
0: already not going to
1: be." You would be. You'd get your five. You you'd probably get like fifteen minutes of fame.
0: I'm not going to deliver an elevator baby. I mean, I would do that if I had to, but I'm not going to put See, myself you would. in that position. No, now I'm now I'm not gonna ride the elevator with pregnant people. I'm just I can't make it like a whole thing, but God, I mean that's horrifying. I'm, that's just not gonna happen. So I can't put myself in that position. This is just you know, you got you gotta think about these things. Next time you're in an elevator, everybody listening is now going to think about this. Next time you're in an extended elevator ride, like more than like five floors, you will be looking around thinking about it. I guarantee it now that I've brought it up, thinking about, okay, what if something did go down? four hours in an elevator? Someone's going crazy.
1: Oh my God, I'm looking at this. Do you realize that there are full-blown lists that are for um movies and TV shows that have had the baby born in the elevator? Really things? Oh yeah, there are huge things. let's see. it's the sitcom scenario. yeah, so it says a baby is born while the mother is stuck in a stalled elevator. <laughs> so it's called it's a, it's a famous sitcom scenario.
0: okay, no, I don't I don't want to do that. Oh
1: yeah, there was the one from oh saved by the Bell did it? I forgot. Who had a kid on say by the Bell? Uh, they were just probably volunteering at the hospital, and then they ended up getting stuck in the elevator.
0: Of course, okay, of that course. makes sense. Perfect sense. Uh, I anyway, I don't want to be involved in that. How many times has somebody gone crazy in an elevator, though? Is there somewhere you can Google that, like elevator murders? Who's been murdered in an elevator? I don't want
1: to watch elevator murders. That's well, I'm not saying fun.
0: though. Bottom line is, next time. Anybody listening is in an elevator. You're gonna think about it. You're gonna take a look at the people around you. Don't look directly at them. Do side glances. Just assess the situation. It's just to be safe. It's a safety situation, so you're prepared should because something maybe, go down. Because maybe
1: if you don't feel like you're prepared to help deliver a baby, then maybe you shouldn't be riding in an elevator.
0: No. Well, aid. Yeah. Don't ride with an elevator uh, with a, an elevator with a baby. Um, just be. You know. Just, just be aware of your surroundings. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. Maybe you know, be, be ready to strike out at any minute. You don't want to strike. That's not. I'm not saying that. That was a joke. Oh yeah. So I'm looking. What you want what you want to do though, is be prepared to mentally dominate someone if you have to.
1: All right. Listen to this. These are TV shows that a uh, baby has been born in the elevator. Seventh Heaven, Saved by the Bell, The Nanny, Malcolm in the Middle, Young and the Restless, Night Court, Doogie Hauser, All in the Family. This is just. There's a huge list. Wow. Um, MASH, Alf. Home Alf. Improvement.
0: Oh, Alf, that's... Did, my the name daughter, is Earl. <laughs> did the daughter have the baby in an elevator? And Alf like.
1: uh, making a delivery of... It's just the name of a newly deceased little girl he met
0: earlier for the baby. I don't know. Wait, I, it was a Christmas okay. episode. Oh, all right. Yeah. Alf was damn good. Um, so, yeah, see, these are these are all things you can learn from right mm-hmm. there. The lessons in life. Maybe part of the reason I'm paranoid, too, is in my sickness this weekend, trying not to do anything. I did watch a lot of movies about Nazis and... Uh, and drug wars, and um, and then more drug wars, and then space. So I think that kind of did it. I watched like Bridge of Spies, which is infiltrating Nazis, oh. kind of infiltrating, negotiating. No, it wasn't Nazis. It was the Soviets, but then it was former Nazis. And then I watched Sicario, which, have you have you ever seen Sicario? I don't even know what that is. Don't watch it. You wouldn't like it. Okay. It's messed up. It's really good, but it's really messed up. It's about the drug trade. No, I don't. It's, I would,
1: why would I watch that?
0: It's disturbing. Dude,
1: breaking Bad is enough for me. I've had to take a break from that because it has oh, been. Oh, yeah.
0: We should talk about our uh, TV exchange that we did a while ago. Yeah, how are you I'm doing ready for on a yours? New one. I'll tell you this. I'm ready for a new one. So part of what Sarah and I have been doing of reaching across the table here at, uh, at our Fun Employment Radio headquarters, you know, understanding the other side, is we have kind of opposite television tastes in a lot of ways. And so mm-hmm. we suggested a show for each other. To, to watch. Uh, I suggested I gave Sarah a really good one. I originally gave you The Wire. I took that one off. I gave you Breaking Bad, one of the greatest television series ever created. And then Sarah gave me, in return, Gossip Girl, which I which will Which you say, haven't even watched. How many episodes did you watch? Look, I... Okay, here's the deal. I know that we said we had to watch five episodes apiece. I watched three of them. I can't do two more. I just can't. I watched 3 episodes. Can we change it to 3 episodes? Cuz I mean 5 episodes is <gasps> too much. That's a great I idea. cannot stand Gossip Girl. It is just not okay. my thing. Okay.
1: Okay. I have to say I uh, we have our chat of course going funemploymentradio.com/live. Our friend Nipples in the chat just suggested one. Yes. 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 All right, I'm going to give you one that's good. That's good. But I'm still watching, so I'm watching Breaking Bad. Right okay. Now. Well,
0: yeah. Let's say I gave you a good television show. You gave me, ugh. I'm I, sorry. Gossip Girl is just not my thing. Um, I tried, and I already gave it my review. I hate that what's his name guy, that molester dude. What's the guy's name? Chuck Bass.
1: Oh yeah, he's the creepy one. He's the. I I know. I was just I was feeling a little ambitious that day. But this is one that I definitely think that you might like.
0: All right. Well, I gave you Breaking Bad. How's Breaking Bad going? It's- Hard to watch. It is like it's nobody a good tells. Series.
1: It's yeah, but you didn't prepare me for how heavy it is. I'll say that that is one of the heaviest shows I've ever watched. It just
0: oh yeah. Well, I'll I'll give a couple of hints because you you're at what now?
1: I'm on episode. I'm season three episode. Oh, so nine. you're into
0: it. Yeah, oh yeah season three,
1: episode nine. Okay. I don't know how many are in. It's seasons. not going to get better. I know. Um, I'm realizing that very quickly. Nothing I mean, gets better.
0: Breaking Bad really is one of the greatest television series ever, ever made. I mean, I don't know where it ranks. Maybe not number one, or I don't know how you want to rank it. But regardless of what you think of it, it is truly one of the greatest written, the best written, best acted shows uh that's ever been created i will tell you
1: i was talking to my sister over the weekend and uh, my sister and her husband i was telling them how i was watching breaking bad Mm -hmm. and michael i swear to god said isn't it really hard for you to watch because walter white looks like your dad and he said he said exactly i'd never mentioned it i'm like yeah that's actually why i've never watched it because he looks so much like my dad it weirds me the fuck out it's weird yeah it's very – yeah, and he's just like, yeah, every time – like, I started watching it, but then I just kept getting
0: distracted because it totally looked like your dad. Like, yeah. I know. Maybe your dad's a secret meth dealer. I kind of doubt it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Keeps a good secret. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the thing with, with... – My dad is not a meth dealer, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the thing with Breaking Bad, though – and I'll say this for anybody who decides to watch it – the situation in his life – is and this is just to be prepared for this. Things always get worse. No,
1: I know, I know, and I'm realizing like it, it is
0: a ride down, not a ride up. When you watch it, it doesn't. I'm, I'm, I know. It gets better and better. I think as a television series, there's. I mean, that's debatable on where it is, and what you think is the best part of it. I mean, it, it never falls off as far as quality. It's just the the uh, situations he's in always gets worse yeah and that's what i have noticed. mr dickie says they always quote break bad yeah i'd say yes
1: well as i'm watching it i realized that you know as you get more involved with the characters and the situations get more intense and everyone's kind of shifting and playing their new it's just it's very hard i've had to take breaks i had to take a mental break because i couldn't keep watching that i watched but i watched singles i watched that yeah. just to like get something to like, cleanse the palate a little bit
0: all right Nipples in the chat says, Greg, you are not selling it very well. Am I not selling it well? I mean, I'm I'm being honest. You are. The no, situations and you know, and get you worse know the reason worse.
1: why I didn't watch it in the first place was because I knew that about it.
0: See, I like it that it gets worse and worse. I like it that it's different than a series where it's like it doesn't really get better for anyone necessarily. Um, the quality is fantastic throughout it. Yeah. I'm just saying the tone, the tone, it's, it's not an uplifting tone. I think that's fair. Yeah. But anyway.
1: All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it, even though you only watched three episodes of Gossip. Yeah, Girl. Well, I I, I got to get a pass this, on that, man. Gossip Girl well, so bad. Well, this next show that I'm gonna give you doesn't have very many episodes. It only lasted for like a season and a half. They call it a second season. If you watch this whole thing,
0: Wait, No, I'm only watching three episodes of something. That's fair. I gave you one of the greatest shows ever created. You gave me Gossip Girl.
1: Well, I mean it's. You said that you wanted to see other people's perspectives, and I happen to think Gossip <sighs> Girl is one of the best shows ever created.
0: All right. All right. I'll do one more, but I got to say the balance here isn't quite fair. All right. I've got one. Is it good? Yes. Like Breaking Bad good? Yes. It is It is huge in pop culture. It was
1: one of the best shows that I think has ever been made. It it created a lot of stars. It was very relevant at the at the particular time. I think that I think you might actually enjoy it, particularly um, the people are we're were like your age when you were that age, like in that time period, the time period that they're, you know, the age that they are. That's probably around the time that you were, too. So you probably identify with it a little bit.
0: Uh, okay, I don't really like those kinds of shows, but all right. That's why,
1: do you think I like drug shows where things just get worse and worse and worse? Well, you don't have no, to I'm watch trying it. To you see... can turn
0: it off anytime you well, want.
1: Well, no, now I can't turn it off.
0: Yeah, see, you're hooked.
1: I'm not really hooked, I'm kind of, yes, I'm hooked. But... You're on the
0: third season. I'd say you're hooked.
1: <laughs> I'm at the end of the third season.
0: Okay, yeah. You've all only right. got two seasons left. Go now.
1: Go. You're going to watch My So-Called Life.
0: Have oh, you ever God watched damn that? It.
1: No. Have you ever watched My So-Called Life?
0: I, I know what it is. It's Claire Danes, right? And uh, what's his name? And, Leon,
1: and uh, Jared Leto.
0: Yeah, it and that a, other guy. Uh,
1: it takes place in the early 90s. Screwed. It's awkward. It's high school. It's real. There are drug okay. problems. You know what there, I don't like?
0: High school shows. I don't like high school shows. I don't
1: like drug shows. I don't like, like people being murdered. I'm not in high school. And, having their, and being decapitated. I don't and, like to watch all
0: shows about high school. I don't like reminiscing about... High school shows. Like, it's just not my thing.
1: Well, what am I doing? Reminiscing about my meth-dealing
0: drug past? No, no. you're escaping.
1: This is an escape, too. Oh. I thought that this was a good one. If you just okay, for tell, me sheer is, pop tell me what culture it's about, tell me what relevance. it's about. You should know my so-called life.
0: I know what it is. I watched a couple of episodes back in the day. They're in high school, and Claire has a crush on what's his name, but he's dumb or something. Jordan Catalano. Is that Jared Leto? That's Jared Leto. Yeah, but Jared Leto's like, not very bright. He sure isn't, but he is very dreamy. Yeah, and then that's, and boom, there goes is, the show. What am She's I supposed nerdy. to do, just,
1: like, pick a show that I know that you'll like? Like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is This is the point of it. You want to know something. I think that it's actually quite shameful that you, at 39 years of age, have not watched My So-Called Life, particularly on the impact that it made on 90s pop culture, and just... On the world in general, you have to know who Jordan Catalano is. You're missing so many references. I made it the
0: 90s, and I was okay not knowing my so-called life.
1: It's so good. It's so good. <sighs> yeah, Mr. Jaggy says, if Sarah has made it into season three of Breaking Bad, Greg can make a f- watch a few episodes of my so-called life. God. Damn. Yeah, and you know what? It probably is going to make you a little uncomfortable. Why do I want to watch that, then? Because it's life. It, it probably is, because every time I've watched it, like it's just... It is kind of like one of those things that gives you like a.
0: Okay. Oh god, it's right. too real. It I want to clarify you a something. Flashback. I want to clarify something about this deal. So this is something Sarah and I are working on. You know, we've agreed now three episodes. Is that safe to say three episodes? If you want to continue after that, it's your own call. Five is a lot. At least of Gossip Girl. That's five fucking hours of that. I just can't do it. I can't do it. I've seen three. It's enough. I can't do it.
1: No, that's fine. I'm, I'm giving I'm saying, up. You can give up Gossip Girl, but then if you're three gonna watch hours. my so-called life,
0: three episodes though,
1: four.
0: How long are the episodes?
1: Uh, forty-eight three, minutes.
0: Three episodes or three hours worth?
1: No, they're only forty-eight minutes. so You could do four episodes.
0: <sighs> four episodes. You'll like four it. Four episodes. You'll okay, like I'll do four it. episodes. That's fair. That's Dude, everybody's wearing hours.
1: wallet chains. You're gonna be like when you're gonna watch it, you're gonna be like, "I'm so fashionable" because you'll forget that it's you know filmed in 1994. No, here's the difference:
0: I'm 39, I'm not 16, so I'm not gonna feel. But you still dresses if you're 16. Well, yes, of course I do.
1: Yeah, so I'm saying you can identify with the
0: <sighs> okay with the wardrobes. There are people in the ch- people in the chat here who, who are not being very kind to me about these uh, sentiments who don't uh, don't stand by me. Uh, so let's see. Yeah, uh, Mr. Jenky says if Sarah's made it to season three of Breaking Bad, I think you said this. Yep, Greg can watch a few episodes of my so-called life. Um, Desmond says Greg is weaseling out as usual. I'm not weaseling out. Uh, Cream
1: says it's pretty good. I'm a dude and straight. It was my shame show.
0: Okay. Nipple says life isn't all Nazis and meth dealers. Greg expand your horizons.
1: Hell Space yeah. Space
0: is good too. I'm watching The Expanse, which is fantastic. Um let's see, Greg. I can't watch. Oh, I can't possibly watch two more Gossip Girls episodes. Wah. Uh, all right. All right. Fine. Oh, I guess it is only one season. Yeah, so
1: it's not that long. It's only it's
0: I'll watch four episodes. Okay. You, that, I'm you agreeing would be to that. it would
1: be a damn shame if you don't make it to the Christmas special episode, which is hands down one of the greatest episodes of television. If anybody's watched that with the angel, that is the best thing. It's good. It's a fucked up show. Like, because it's really it's about you know people with uh, like addiction issues, people being promiscuous, like a, a gay kid who's being beat up by people. Like, it's really that sounds real. depressing. Yeah, you know what else is depressing? Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: Brahim stands with me right in the chat right now. I'm just gonna say this. I'm. What did Brahim say? Brahim says, "I stand with you, Greg. He agrees with me." What stands with you for what? For this whole my so-called life thing. Ugh. All right, all right. I will do it. I will watch four episodes. Greg, oh, you're so strong. No, hey. You're so strong. I gave you Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah, you did. And you know how I feel about those kind of shows. And even though it's a good show, (laughs) you know that this is not the kind of show that I want and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you like it.
1: I didn't say that. I don't love it. I find it very interesting and it makes me want to scrub my insides out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a well done show. You know what else is a well done show? My so called life.
0: All right. I will do it. I will do it. Okay. Sorry, I was telling, sorry, my computer died <laughs> off the air, and then I didn't mute that properly. <laughs> my computer died, so I'm not going to be in the chat. Um, I'm restarting it now. All right. I will, I will watch four episodes of my so-called life. I'll do it. I remember I loved that show so much when I was... Um, I'm sure you did. It seems like it's the kind of show that's right up your alley. It
1: was. I... I wanted to dye my hair red so badly when uh can
0: I, the time. can I ask you this? What? Do you watch any shows that don't revolve around teenagers? I'm watching Breaking Bad. Okay. That's not fair. I gave that one to you. Do you watch any shows that I haven't told you about? Any television shows that Yeah, aren't- I
1: watched Westworld, I watched Game of Thrones. I mean I don't watch a lot of T V okay.
0: shows. Ones that I ones that you would recommend to me.
1: Yes, I watched the. I'm, I'm watching. Uh, what is that? It's a. It's weird. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Uh, the San Clarita Diet, that new one with Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant.
0: Oh yeah, that's a new show though.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's not about teenagers. Um, no, I watch plenty of the. I watched this this uh, minis this BBC miniseries called Doctor Foster. There weren't teenagers in that.
0: Okay. All right. I was just asking. Mm-hmm. Well, defensive about it. Though. I'm gonna say. Hello, my friends.
1: My name is Sarah X and welcome to my world of crazy.
0: Crazy.
1: All right, Greg. First up, since we are both the older siblings, I wanted to let you know about the study that just came out. Well, a recent study from the University of Edinburgh has found that the firstborn children... Are smarter than their younger brothers and sisters. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yes. agree because to that. Because firstborn children receive more mental stimulation from their parents during the early stages of development, experts have concluded. So therefore, we're smarter.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. Good. I'll send that article out. I mean,
1: yeah, I, I know, right? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know exactly what the study is, but
0: I promise. These know, articles are smarter than you.
1: <laughs> Look at this article. I'm going to frame it and give it to you. Well, University of Edinburgh says researchers found that parents changed their behavior as subsequent children were born. I think everyone kind of knows that. Like the first one is just like, ah, and the second one, you already know kind of what you're going through. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, so parents offered less mental stimulation to younger siblings and also took part in fewer activities such as reading with the child crafts and playing musical instruments. Firstborn children scored higher than their younger, younger siblings on IQ tests. Huh. Scientists say that the discovery could explain the birth order effect when children born earlier in families report higher wages and education levels later in life. Haha. <laughs> That's not me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say wage-wise, I am not winning that battle. Yes. That's a that's but a life battle.
1: experience-wise, sure. Oh, we're just packed to the brim, right? Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. you go.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So more than 5,000 children were monitored from pre-birth to age 14, each undergoing assessments every two years. So tests including reading recognition, uh, such as matching letters, naming names, reading single words. Uh, So the advantages of firstborn siblings begin at birth to three years of age. So that's like the time when we become notably smarter. Okay. This made me laugh. I think you said that you might have read this, but this is the first time seeing it because I've been in my car all morning. A Spanish-language newspaper in the Dominican Republic is now an internet sensation after they mistakenly ran a picture of Alec Baldwin dressed as Donald Trump for Saturday Night Live, and in place of a photo <laughs> of the actual number 45.
0: I. Okay, there's no way that was a mistake. It, Somebody did that on purpose.
1: Or they didn't. I mean, it's like, what? Like a, an idiotic looking, orange faced American.
0: <laughs> I mean, let me try. I'm gonna Google Donald Trump and see if it.
1: Number 45.
0: Number 45? Oh, what?
1: It's not why you don't say his name.
0: Oh, okay. That was good.
1: I, I like that people are saying that because they don't to say it.
0: Well, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, or it isn't.
1: The newspaper El Nacional Nacional is it Nacional is Nacional. Nacional, uh, issued a correction on Friday, so they did accidentally do it, but not before the image went viral. <laughs> now, Alec like Baldwin has parodied him on the NBC late-night sketch comedy show since last summer, drawing acclaim. And it is one of the funniest things ever. And also, just getting under uh, (laughs) under forty five skin because he is always in in a tizzy. Did you watch uh, SNL from this past weekend? I did. I did too. It was very good. Yes. So uh, Baldwin
0: McCarthy is she's amazing. Oh my
1: god! And Kate McKinnon.
0: Yeah. I've said before, Kate McKinnon's national treasure. She is a
1: national treasure. She's
0: she's reached national treasure status. Oh, she's
1: yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. Uh, So, Baldwin sketches have become a staple, of course, of the show's cold open. And uh, this past weekend, he hosted SNL for the 17th time. All right. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. And when I think of Valentine's Day, I think of delicious fried chicken. Don't you, Greg?
0: Fried chicken?
1: Yes. Well, KFC, at some select locations, is giving customers the chance to say, I love you. With a Valentine's Day bouquet of fried chicken. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Can't you just make your own fried Wait, chicken how bouquet? Wait, how
0: do you make a bouquet of chicken?
1: How would you not make it? You buy chicken, you put it on sticks, you wrap it like a ribbon around it, and then poof, you have chicken Wait, so on sticks. so you're buying like,
0: like chicken legs and? Yeah, I guess or like. I mean, you just said that. You know, you basically well, just you, called you me just an idiot chicken, for not understanding yeah, well, our works. You words. are an idiot. So, Sarah, tell me how you make a bouquet well, of chicken. Well, what
1: you would do is you'd buy some of those little, like, wooden stick things with the pointy end that you can stick Moron. inside the chicken. And um, maybe Is it could- like
0: chicken strips? You could, yeah. if it's chicken strips, I'm down with and that. And what you could
1: do is you could dye the sticks green, maybe, with some food coloring Wait, to make them look like stems and then stick them in the chicken. And then tie them all together and wrap them in cellophane, and then you'd have your own handmade chicken bouquet. All right. Well, I don't know if that's how they make them. They haven't quite specified how they do it. Uh, yeah, so a limited number of fried chicken bouquets are being assembled for Valentine's Day. Uh, a spokesperson for KFC said that, all right, so you can get all different kinds of bouquets. You can uh, get popcorn chicken bouquet, uh, crispy chicken strip bouquet, or original recipe drumsticks and you can have it delivered to your KFC lover on Valentine's Day. I just figured that would be something that you'd like. I could see like if somebody wanted know, to order me
0: a Valentine's Day present. A bouquet be... of chicken strips. <laughs> you know the white of my heart. Get me a bouquet of chicken strips. Oh boy. This one's a keeper. All right. I do like chicken strips. I'm not going
1: to I know I, I you do. do. You. Re- I, I, you do. I don't think that you like them. I think you're in a serious relationship with
0: them. Uh, I mean, I've said this before. I'm a chicken man. You know, there are people who like steaks. I'm just not a steak guy. I'm not. Greg, chicken man. As much I, as I, sometimes I ne- don't admit that around certain company because people are like, oh yeah, good steak. Oh, I like this kind of steak and this. I'm just not a steak guy. I'm a chicken man.
1: Stop Poultry. saying you're a chicken
0: man. Poultry in general. I also like fish. Why
1: are you listing Fish things, is good food too. that you like? Nobody cares. But I would cares. say
0: primarily um, I'm a chicken man. Can you stop saying chicken man? Yeah. All
1: right. Uh, sorry, I, I only had time to grab a few stories, so this is going to be my uh, final real quick, one. Just to answer I'm in going. the
0: live chat. This is the bonus of being in the oh my God. live chat. Uh, someone asked, does Greg like his steak? Well done. Very well done. I'd rather have it burnt than any oh, amount of
1: Oh, I like my medium
0: rare. Ugh. I like a little Ew, bit of blood. Gross. No, mm-hmm. I do not like any blood.
1: Oh, yeah. Medium rare is where it's at. All right, a French man is in the news after suing the ride-sharing company Uber after saying that a glitch in the app outed him for cheating on his wife, which led to his divorce. A glitch on the Uber app caught him cheating on his wife, which in turn led to them to be separated. So um, the French Riviera resident... I mean, if you're
0: trying to get away with something, why would you use it on Listen Uber? to
1: what a on this guy is. The French Riviera resident is suing... Uber for $48 million. What? $48 million. Alleging that a glitch in the application led to the end of his marriage. You know, not him sticking <laughs> no, it to some the, other woman that's not his wife. Not the
0: cheating part of it. Not
1: the cheating part, but okay. the glitch in the app. Sure. Uh, the lawsuit alleges that the man used his wife's... his Again, let me say this. The lawsuit alleges that the man used his wife's iPhone to call an Uber. And her phone continued to to receive notifications about his account with the ride-sharing service even after he said he signed out of the app on her phone. He ordered an Uber to take a ride from his house to his mistress's house on his wife's phone.
0: What a fucking jackass.
1: Well, the notifications, which included the man's pick-up and and drop-off times and locations, led his wife to discover that he was having an affair. The couple have since divorced, you know, since it's uber's fault since he was cheating on his wife and used, again
0: used her phone how is this the uber's call. fault i'm still not understanding
1: yeah uh, an uber frank uh, france post post person spokesperson said uber does not publicly comment on individual cases including this case
0: of 48 divorce million dollars season. huh that's quite an expensive expensive uh, divorce so
1: if you have an older ios iphone if you're using older software, I don't have an iPhone I know what that means. Uh, Uber users, users running older versions of it, uh, older than 2015, have uh, previously reported similar problems with notifications showing up even though they hadn't updated the app. So I think the lesson is, no, you're not going to get $48 million from an app <laughs> because you're cheating on your wife. And if you're going to cheat, just break up with them. And also, don't borrow their phone.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's just a lot
1: of life lessons there.
0: There's a lot. Uber does owe him a lot of money, though, clearly.
1: Clearly. 48 million. 48
0: million should cover For his pain and suffering. Yes. Of being an (laughs) asshole.
1: Of being an asshole. All right. There you go, my friends. That's your world of crazy.
0: Crazy. Wow. Not my fault. It's Uber's fault. Yeah. It's Uber's fault that I got caught. (laughs) Uber's fault that I got caught cheating on my way. Wow. I'm sorry that you're so terrible at that. You can't even get away with it. Yes. Well, sorry you're a jackass, number one. Mm -hmm. And then, number two, you really want to draw that much attention to it. Like, imagine. What that's going to do down the line for him, I guess if he really thought he's going to get 48 million, he's probably going to be okay. But I don't you're just... not going to get 48 million. Yeah. No. You're probably not going to get anything. It's your fault. You called it. No. So you're not going to win that. Now you look like double the jackass. Not only did you cheat on your wife you're and you're getting pathetic. a divorce, now anybody else down the line, if you try to like make amends or, or get in a new relationship, they're going to look at that and be like, oh, you also tried to sue Uber and blame them for it? Mm-hmm. So, ugh, wow. That's just mistake after mistake. Yeah. That that woman's actually probably pretty lucky she's getting out of this. Yes. Um. All right. Let's do... I've got just a quick ball talk. Just a quick ball. ball talk. It's more an update for something locally here in Portland.
1: Oh, there was much talk about that this weekend.
0: Oh, yeah? But really? Well, I mean, there. I
1: chatted with my brother-in-law about it. If, if this is what I think you're talking yeah. about. Wait. Oh, no. You're talking about the...
0: I don't, you're trying to mime things to me and I don't really know what it is. Greg and I
1: are the worst at miming things to each other. You're
0: swinging your arms around. I wish I had a I video of it. I was going like this. Are you golfing right now? Are you? On ice. You're playing hockey right yes. now. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. <laughs> balls. All right. I'll say what I'm saying and then, then I want you to <laughs> explain to me what you're trying to mime to me over there. Uh, all right. The first up for me. Just this: the Portland Trailblazers of the National Basketball Association made a trade over the weekend, trading away their starting center, Mason Plumlee, uh, to the Denver Nuggets for Yusuf. God dang it! Now I'm forgetting how to say his name, Yusuf Nurkic. Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic. Yes, he's Bosnian. Nurkic. His, I kind of uh, like
1: that word. His That's Twitter fun. handle, I
0: think, is Bosnian Beast. <sighs> Which you know I. I like the uh, people from uh, the former Yugoslavia. I, I, I dig that area. But, um, you know, minus the whole war stuff. But uh, Yusef Nurkic is now going to be a Portland Trailblazer. He's on his way over here. Uh, Mason Plumlee on the way out. Blazers in return. Got a, um, also got a draft pick. A number, uh, first round draft pick, which is worth a lot in this upcoming draft Basically the upcoming NBA draft is supposed to be very deep, a lot of good players. Okay. The Blazers now have three number ones because they have theirs, they have Memphis's, and now they have So does that mean they're just throwing game.
1: away the season if they just Uh yeah, pretty much. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Unless, I mean, I they, unless so the the NBA trade deadline to make any trades for this year is in 2 days. So they could be stockpiling these to make some other bigger trade, which there's been talk I've seen both CJ and Damian. Maybe up which if they trade Damian Lillard, that is the dumbest the dumbest thing this organization could do. Are they talking about
1: trading Damian I've Lillard? I've seen his
0: name thrown out there.
1: No shit.
0: The, 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 what I've seen, and again, this isn't coming from the organization, this is coming from different sports sites, is that they're saying that Damian and CJ, you can get rid of one of them. And I, I just don't see that. They're your two best players. Yeah, they're bad on defense, but they can get better at that. You don't trade Damian Lillard, bottom line. You oh, do not wow. trade Damian Lillard. That's the face of your franchise. You Keep that and CJ is great too. I don't think you trade either of those guys. Yeah, I mean, why would you? Unless you get a superstar in return. If you can get Demarcus Cousins, but that's a head case. Either way, I just I don't see it. Bottom line, that's going too deep. Uh, Yes. So anyway, it sounds like they're probably throwing the season away. That's what I'm going to guess. They didn't have much anyway. They're just fighting for the eighth seed. It's not it's not that great for them anyway. Um, But. There it is. So that's what's going on with that. Uh, Now, Sarah, explain to me what it is that you're trying to... Well, so I was
1: telling you, um, So since I spent the weekend with my sister and her husband and their daughter, um, Michael's a huge hockey guy. And so we ended up talking about it for a long time about uh, whether or not the team is going to come to Portland or to Seattle.
0: Yeah, the uh, Phoenix Coyotes. Yeah, the
1: Phoenix Coyotes. Or it's so, Arizona
0: Coyotes, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, I forgot they changed it. No,
1: but he was getting like really worked up because I'm like, well, I was talking to Greg, and Greg said that uh, they're probably going to come to Portland. He's like, well, I don't think that they should. Like, He was because he wants an NHL team so desperately. Yeah. You know, And he's just like, well, I think Seattle would have a really good a really good draw for things. I'm like, people in Portland like hockey too. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. That they, they would actually come. And he's like, well, I think that they're probably not going to come to Portland. They just want to say that so that we can build a stadium. And I'm like, okay.
0: I'll say this. I mean, Seattle's definitely a bigger market when it comes to the possibility of the Arizona Coyotes NHL team moving to Portland or Seattle. They've explored both. The thing that Portland has is we've already got a stadium. You don't have to build one. And Seattle said they would only build a new stadium if they got an NBA team and a hockey team, both of them at the same time.
1: Oh, that's the only way?
0: That's the only way that they were going to get the funding to build that giant stadium. They're going to build one near the Mariners and... uh, where Quest CenturyLink is.
1: God, how are they? Could they possibly fit another stadium They're gonna in there? They're going to build
0: another stadium there and then, uh, like, I think expand the lines to it or something like that. So that's, that's where that funding would go. But they want an NBA and an NHL team. Portland, you don't got to build shit. You just move it right into the mm-hmm. Rose Garden and you're, boom, you're done. Like, it's already set up for it. That's why I think Portland probably has a better shot at getting somebody if they were moving right away. I, I think Portland would be the one. Plus, then you're not that close to Vancouver. Right now, Vancouver gets all the Seattle's people. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's not too bad of a commute up to Vancouver. Oh, no, not at all. And whereas Portland's far enough apart, you get a good rivalry. I think Portland has the advantage, to be honest. Um, Definitely don't have the biggest market, but we've only got one other major pro team, not counting the Timbers. Anyway, bottom line. Got too deep there. That's it. That concludes this edition (laughs) of Ball Talk. So I would dispute, Michael, on that.
1: All right. I know. I was trying to... Like, that's the thing I like about ball talk is that I kind of knew what I was talking about a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, did you hear about the NHL? I'm like, oh, yeah, the Coyotes coming uh, up to the Northwest. Greg, it was kind of fun to get his goat a little bit. I'm like, well, Greg thinks that they might be coming to Portland. He's like, I think they're coming to Seattle.
0: Yeah, sorry. We'll see. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. We got the stadium for it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, anyway, uh, something important, though, that I think everybody should get to know right now. Is that it is tax season? It is. I've got a lot of work to do on getting preparing hours to send off to our accountant, who is Gilbert at H and R Block. Uh H and R Block is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. They've done a great job with our taxes um, for years now. Years. And we, we really have not had a problem. No, and we haven't. And we really enjoy going to them because they get it done and they get it done right. And that's the bottom line. There's a lot of things you can screw up. For me personally, I own a house. I have various different forms of income. You know, and you gotta claim all that stuff. And it's really easy to screw it up once you start getting complicated like that. And so it's much easier just to send it to Gilbert and have them do it right and do it properly. And you get all the tax breaks that you're supposed to get, stuff that I wouldn't know about doing it on my own. It's really, really comforting to know that you have their back or they have your back. Absolutely. um, The way you can do this, you can set this up right now by calling 503-233-0447. 503-233-0447. And that's where you can go. You can uh you can call Gilbert and get that all set up and he will take care of your taxes even if you're not here in Portland or just set up an appointment to come see him or talk to him over the phone. Do that. H&R Block. Find sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. Awesome. Real quick in the live chat, I see something here. Courtney said uh, you would have to get Paul Allen to share. He does not like hockey. Not true. For the hockey thing, Paul Allen actually uh, almost brought the the Pittsburgh Penguins to Portland back in ninety nine so two thousand.
1: Pittsburgh Penguins. It would have been Portland. the
0: Portland Penguins. They and he built the Rose Garden for to hold an NHL team and an NBA team. But now he originally he wanted to own it himself. We didn't end up getting the Penguins. Mario Lemieux bailed him out in Pittsburgh. Um, but now he doesn't want to be a full owner. He would only want to be a part owner. So that's the thing. You'd need another owner to come in. But he does like hockey. He's okay. pro hockey. He's pro hockey for it.
1: Right. I would love to go watch hockey.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, Me too. All right, anyway, that's my that's my final thing on that. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. You're all wonderful people. Follow us on Twitter, at Fun Emp Radio. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. Do all those things. <laughs> it's wonderful. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.
1: Dot friends. Bye.
0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.